Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Lead Your Tribe. My name is Kyle Wood, and with me is... Dale Sobot, I'm your co-host, Kyle. Welcome, Dale. Welcome to another episode. Together. Forever. <laughs> it's like we're uh, <laughs> we've we've signed an agreement there, mate. It's fifty percent of what I've got yours, and fifty percent more of yours. <laughs> sure. I think I I think I get the better end of that deal. <laughs> <laughs> nah, excited uh, to be here, mate. I, yeah. Particularly, I think what we're going to talk about today. But uh, yeah. before that, how are you anyway? I know you've been, uh, and I probably sound a little bit nasally. It's like you passed your cold to me a couple of weeks ago through Zoom. <laughs> um, how you been, mate? Well, I, I've self-diagnosed with Dr. Google and I think, well, we've we've got a friend who's actually been diagnosed with this, who, you know, lives down here. And so, that's why I'm thinking maybe it's the same thing because it's the same sort of social circle. So, I think it's walking pneumonia, which sounds, I mean, pneumonia sounds really bad, but it's walking pneumonia is like a very like mild version of it. So, I'm actually going to go to the doctors this week because it's been like five weeks that I've had this thing and it doesn't make me feel like I can get up, I do stuff, which is all part of like symptoms of it that you can like, you don't feel sick, which is good, but you just like are coughing up, like every morning I cough up phlegm and then, and then I'm pretty good for the day. <laughs> and then at night when it cools down, um, you know, I reckon if I had a sauna that I, yeah. that, that would totally kick it. But um, The infrared saunas, that, like, mate. Heat. Yeah, and that heat. Uh, but it's just like the cold air and the damp and, you know, cause it's been wet and stuff and um, for months because we didn't really have like an end to our summer. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, that's been, that's, that's sort of where I'm at. Otherwise I'm, I'm good. I'm, um, you know, like it's up and down at the moment. We're in, in another lockdown. And so, you know, each day sort of feels like I'm doing a roller coaster each week of some like low days, but then there's some up days, as I mentioned in the message to you last week, that you sort of yep. take advantage of those up days. So, yeah. yeah, I think that's important that when you do feel good, that you enjoy those days. But also, and I know we're going to talk about this today, that if you're not feeling so great, and that's obviously um, listeners don't know, but I cancelled last week's podcast because I just wasn't in a good place. And normally I'd force myself to do that, mate, but I was just like, no, I'm not going to do that today. I need to just take time for myself. And um, I think that's uh, something that's really important as well. And particularly colder months and everything going on in the world at the moment that, uh, yeah, if if there are days out there that you're just not feeling it, then don't force yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like life's hard enough as it is and less putting obligations on yourself that at the end of the day um, are not that important compared to your mental well-being. I would say great man. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. And um, I think that kind of leads well into today's topic what we're going to talk about, which is productivity, but we're using a quote that I heard in another podcast. It's inspiration. So, this was from a podcast. This is a quote from Charles Duhigg who wrote The Power of Habit. Um, and he, I was listening to him and on, he was on Brene Brown's Dare to Lead podcast. Uh, and I, I heard this quote. I thought, yeah, this would make a great topic to talk about. So here it is. Throughout history, there's only been one killer productivity app and it is thinking more deeply training ourselves to think more deeply about the choices that we are making to make sure that what 
I am doing right now aligns with what I think is most important and acknowledging that it might be different yesterday and it might be different tomorrow. But at least right now I'm thinking about that and I'm making a choice to get closer to it. Mm, and when listening to that, uh, this is something, um, and I know I based my nearly my whole TED Talk around this last year, Kyle, and it really comes down to being mm. present. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like the mm-hmm. past is gone. You cannot change that. Like yep. don't even worry about it like because it's done. And whereas the future may not even happen, and that's where anxiety is built because we think about the future, these events that a lot of times don't even occur, Whereas you can't yeah. control that. Whereas what you can control is being present in the moment and your actions each hour, each day with the people you're around. And I think that yeah. really comes back to what I was saying last week. I, on the day, I just didn't feel like doing a podcast. I wasn't in the right headspace. Yeah, um, yeah. And I knew that next week or whatever, then that might change. And then I go back to my routine, but there's no point worrying about, oh, is there another podcast to go out? What are we going to do? Because I can't control that. I can only control what I can do in the moment. Um, yeah. And I think that it's so well. That's essentially it's mindfulness, isn't it? That you are present. And yeah. does that sort of resonate with you? Yeah, I think that's what he's saying. Is that that being present is the most important thing. And and conversely, apps can often take us away from that. Because um, if you're if you yeah if you are like religiously like I have to do this podcast nine a.m. every single Monday, or else I'm yeah. not being productive. Well, yeah, it doesn't take into account that um, that yeah, it could have been it could have been a train wreck, um, which I mean, I guess sometimes happens anyway. But yeah, knowing that that day, oh, I need rest, and the most productive thing for me to do right now is to cut back, to rest up, to make sure that I'm well, so that then I can go out and be you know productive. Yeah, yeah, it does. But then also, and I will talk about this before as well that. Um, I, for the last couple of weeks, I haven't really done much work. And the reason is I haven't felt that good. But also I think after a while of just being in that, it's sort of a rut that yeah. that it goes the opposite way that I was, yeah. instead of taking time for myself, then I was neglecting other things. And I was, I was being not lazy, but I just lost all my mojo and motivation. And um, so again, yeah, I was present in what I was doing, but I wasn't doing yeah. anything. I was laying on the couch, just playing with my son. I was being there with my wife. But <laughs> at the end of the day, each day was the same. And that's where this yeah. morning, knowing that I had this commitment with you, um, yeah. I got up early, I had a coffee, I did a walk, bang. I was in here, already did an hour of work before this. And I just feel better. Like I don't feel amazing, but um, it, yeah, it's really, it, I think it goes both ways. You need to listen, yeah. but then don't let it go too far where it becomes a train wreck. Well, that I'd say that is that is listening that you have done the thinking deep there because you've been like, oh, okay, I'm feeling better now. Now I'm just forming a new pattern or habit mm. of of not working or not showing up. Okay, so the right thing for me to do today is to get back into it. So I would say, yeah, you're still following, and that's where the deep thinking comes in. It's not, and yeah. I think that's what he's saying. It's like it's not following a blanket rule of you must do this self-care thing here or you must do this thing here. You must do, It's really thinking about what in life do I want to actually do? What's important to me right now? Is it having quality time with my child? Is it um, doing this difficult thing in my business? Um, is it training for, you know, an event? And then yeah. making sure that I guess you're prioritizing the things that day that are working you towards it. And that's, I guess what he's saying is productivity, mm. being productive. 
how do you how do you do it? How do you stay present? And I suppose not just with work because life's just not about work. But um, how do you stay present? Like, you know, your friends, family, every aspect of your life, and particularly as I said, like not building anxiety about stressing about the future that may not even occur. Yeah, oh, that's a million Big question. dollar question, isn't it? That's yeah, really loaded. <laughs> I think routines are helpful because they give you like a a framework to fall back on. But it is checking in, like you know. Ideally, I starting work about seven thirty because I because I like to finish at lunch. But you know, some mornings it's just like it's been a rough night having a toddler. And it's like, okay, this morning I'm going to let go of that, start a bit later and be present with my family this morning so I can, you know, support them. Because, um, you know, working from home as well, it's not like, I, I mean, you can at least even go outside. Like, I, <laughs> although you're aware, but like, you know, it's not like I'm leaving and going to an office or, or a job site. I'm just moving into my <laughs> desk so I can hear whatever else is going on. So, Yeah, it can often be more productive for me to be there for my family. That helps everyone in the family feel calmer because there's an extra pair of hands because, you know, maybe that's just what my daughter needs that morning is a little bit more attention um, to get set up. And then, um, and then, yeah, and then I can go into work maybe an hour or two hours even later. But, yeah, I will often find I'll be more productive than if I'm like forcing myself, you know, in here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the other side of that might be like, oh, I've got a new product coming out tomorrow. I've got a launch that I'm in the middle of. So I'm sorry, even though it's been a rough night, I have to, you know, grab a coffee and and get into my office and do my work. So I think, yeah, that's where the framework's helpful because everyone's on the same page, but then being flexible within that depending on what's actually happening that day. Mm, I like that. I think, and and that's, um, I think one, I think people are really struggling. I know we've done a lot of talking about this, but working from home, the boundaries. um, Yeah. That, um, yeah, I I think if possible, if you're able to do it, then create a space that's outside of your house. It's it's seriously been game changing for me. Yeah. I know know we're talking about it as well, that you're thinking about building like an office on wheels or something. Yeah, yeah. I was speaking about that and, um. Yeah, if people are struggling with that, and I know if I'm inside and I'm trying to work, you can hear everything and I get distracted. So, again, that's not yeah. me being present in what I'm doing. Um, yeah. So, I think, yeah, for me, that's been huge that when I'm out here, I'm working um, and I know that. So, yeah, I think it's a really valid point. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, the other thing is like sometimes in the afternoons I will work depending on, yeah, again, what's happening that day. Like do I feel like if I'm going to go back in and work – because I know my productivity tends to be lower in the afternoon, which is why I set up my day so it doesn't. But some days it's like, oh, no, I feel like there's a there's a job or a task that I would actually work quite well on, so I'm going to go back. And then other days it's like, no, I'm going to clean, you know, a part of the house because it, like that, that can be really helpful in sort of like clearing mental weight, I feel like. Um. Or, you know, other days it's like, well, no, we're going to jump in the car. We're going to go drive to the beach and go for a walk. So, um, I think, yeah, it does come back to that being present. So, I guess the thing out of that is what am I doing to stay present so I'm not getting stuck in the default? What am I doing to practice that muscle? 
because it because it's like it is a practice thing you have to do yeah so obviously yep. your yours is <laughs> and anyone who hasn't read your book should read it play <laughs> thank you uh i've been experimenting with meditating again but also have been sort of had more interest in journaling as well cool as a way um to do you um do you do like a daily this is something that i think doesn't happen coming from i'm just gonna ask do you do a daily debrief with your wife like at the end of the day like what did you do today uh we no to be honest for the last probably year we've both been at home nearly every day Um, yeah yeah (laughs) like i've hardly worked in a year so to be honest um not not really but um it's been one of the things i created last year and this isn't to sell products at all cole but i created these um some of my mission cards um and uh, the deck they're called conversation starters because what I was finding so many people were struggling to have good conversation because we'd just say, how are you? And that's like, how's your day? Good. If you ask a crap question, you get a crap response. And that's yeah. like, how are you? That's a rubbish question. So yeah. I found by using a dice, <laughs> using a dice with anything, it makes it sort of fun in a game. Um, yeah. I created these 20 different like, conversation cards and each one's got six questions. So you roll the dice and that answers a question. Anyway, so for the last three or four nights because we've just sort of been in this rut. I got those out and we're allowed to pick two cards each. So like some of them are like morning starters, compliments, um, a like a positive gauge, a kindness card, would you rather, like all these just random ones. And we roll the dice and basically take it in turns of answering back and forth to each other. And and it may only go for two or three minutes, but we've laughed, we've had fun, we've thought deeper on different things. And yep. it's just been, it's so simple, but that's changed our night. Like that yeah, one wow. little thing, because instead of doing a constant debrief or talking about things, yeah, actually yeah. making it fun and into a game. And it's actually made us think because some of the questions, like I know for Brie, one of them was, she doesn't really like movies, but one of them was, what's the best movie you've watched in the last five years? And she like, it took her ages. And I said, <laughs> no, you have to answer the question. No, <laughs> I was like, she goes, I don't want. It. I'm like, no, that yeah, like so. Thinking back, and I, it's yeah, just yeah. been, it's made us laugh, and it's probably brought a little bit more fun than what we would normally have instead of having a debrief. So, if people are listening and you want to just write out six different questions, or do you know what I mean, like around a topic or whatever, roll a dice, and each night take it in turns of creating something like that, and it yeah, it just makes it fun. So for me, that's. Yeah, it's been awesome. Um, I leave those cards on our coffee table and um, I use those cards myself in the morning. Like I've got one for a morning starter. So like, for example, I've got it right here, Cole. Um, so for example, number one, if I roll a one, what am I looking forward to today? Number two is what am I excited to see today and why? Number three is what am I going to do well today? Number four, when I woke up this morning, I was very grateful for. Number five, what is something what is something I can do to make someone else's day better today? And number six is what is something that is going to make me feel happy today, all right? And I simply roll the dice and then yeah. I write a post-it note about that and I stick it somewhere and it basically making like a gratitude wall or something like that. Anyway, they're very simple. Um, and mm. it's just using dice, as I said, makes it fun. Um, and yeah. instead of just – because like I've created like the Sugar Life app where you do a journal in the morning, journal yep. at night, it's free – um, what am I looking forward to today? But it's the same question all the time. And yeah. for me personally, like in the book I wrote, um, and all those yeah. cards are in the book as well, but making gratitude or making kindness into a game 
it, yeah, it actually yeah. takes a, like you're doing that act, but it's also fun for you and it's not repetitive. So that's work for me. And I'm not saying it works for everyone. So do you, with your journaling, how do you go about that? Well, actually I used your sugar life prompts um, on the weekend and then I've got a friend who's like a coach. And so she sent me some journaling questions as well, but yeah, she sent me about five and I sort of pick one. Yep. And we'll start with it. And then they're new enough that there's there's novelty. And they're, they're kind of unusual questions as well, which uh, I've got something else to say about that. In that, like, it'll be like a question and then it's like, what does that smell like to you? <laughs> that's <laughs> But good. it's like, yeah, so then it's like that's sort of tapping into a different part of my brain of yeah. and, and back into my body of like, oh, what, is, what, what does that smell like? Or, yeah, you know, what is that... Um, What's this thing? What does it feel like in my body for that? So like uh, that. what does it sound that's, like? It's good. It's a, yeah. it's a different way of, yes, you're getting the reflective aspect of the question, but then you're also using your different senses. Do you know what I mean? And how yeah. often do we do those when you're reflecting on a journaling question or to set up your day? You probably don't. So I really yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, so about questions, because that is a, an absolute pet peeve of mine. They're like, how, how are you doing – Oh crap! What do you what do you do? How was your day? That's the worst question I reckon I've <laughs> ever. Heard. How was your day? Good. Or people go, I'm just checking in. Are you okay? That's again, <laughs> it, it doesn't work. You want you got to yeah. make it more meaningful, mate. Yeah, yeah, be more specific. Because yeah, like when people ask me how I'm doing, my personality, the type I am, I if I know that person, I rarely answer what good i'll i'll like stop and think about it <laughs> and i'll be like hmm, how am i going and then i'll like think about it for a while and then it's like do they really want the half an hour response <laughs> i'm about to give them <laughs> probably not <laughs> probably not exactly so it's like why are we asking that question so I, I reckon we should do we should do an episode dale on um on like we should go through all of these like sort of default questions and yeah, cool. share some alternatives because i feel like that i would really enjoy coming up with some of the things like that. And I think that would be really helpful, um, again, to have like mean- more meaningful conversations. Well, I'll share one with you right now. And this one's been incredible and I've used it um, in a lot. So in the last couple of weeks, I've done a number of online webinars with uh, L'Oreal. So I do a lot yep. of work for L'Oreal. They're different brands like Matrix and Kerastar and things like that because obviously hairdressers around Australia are really struggling um, mm. and how to check in with their team. And one thing I always do is I'll say to somebody, Instead of reaching out and saying, just checking in, how are you? Say in a text message, could you please send me three different emojis with how you're feeling today, this week, or anything like that? And with each of those emojis, you need to describe right what that emoji means. Right. Uh-huh. And and people go, okay. And then you say, oh, I'm <laughs> going to do the same back to you. And what ends up happening is that person really because emojis mean different things to different people Cole but what it does yeah. the emoji allows vulnerability to take place like a dice like I spoke about before so you're actually able to break down those barriers so much quicker and what I normally find is you send me three emojis you write a paragraph for each one I send it back after that I normally get on the phone and you have a chat because you've actually got something to talk about whereas mm. if you're in lockdown and things are going rubbish and it's the same conversation all the time whereas using emojis yeah, yeah. makes it fun yeah. so it takes that yeah. play element into it but it also creates a safe space because you've both shared something 
um, yeah. and you're both comfortable with it. So that's a really simple, easy one to use. So um, give the emoji one a try. I really recommend it. And I know huh. so many people are like, oh, it sounds interesting. They've tried it and they email me back or text me or send me an Instagram. <laughs> and go, that was incredible. All right, and they keep using it. Um, and that's what I love about emojis. They there's no words with them. So like a yeah, poo emoji yeah. could mean like, oh, what a great achievement that was to do a poo today. Or it could mean <laughs> that oh, I'm in the shit and I'm hating everything. So yeah. they mean different things to different people. And I think they allow um, a really in-depth conversation to take place afterwards. Yeah. Oh, I love it. And I think to tie that back to like our topic for today around like that could be, that's a great example of like, that could be the most important thing. The most productive thing for you to do today is like check in yeah. with your team or check in with your clients and do an exercise like that with them. Uh, I love it. And I think, and that, I don't know. And I think yeah. with that, yeah, I know, sorry to cut you off, that people, it, it'll, it'll make people smile too because you're doing something different. Do you know what I mean? And, yep. and and that's and I do that to other people. I, I do that one and um with the 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 cards I was talking about before, I just say to people, can you pick a number one, two, three, four, five, or six? They text it to me and then I just send them a question. And again, it's something different. It breaks yep. it down. Even if you've still got one question, like maybe get them to send you a number and relate it to it. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. It, again yeah. it it I don't know, it it breaks down that barrier of oh, do I wanna unload all my negativity on someone or it's a more meaningful way because it's a more loaded question um, like the emoji. Yep. So um, great way if you're not doing that with your team, with your family, with your clients, um, I think that's something and if it scares you because it's different and you're like, oh, I'm not really that sort of fun, sort of playful person, well, that's why you need to try something like this because it does work. Um, it'll give you a spark and obviously the person that you're doing it with. Yep. Very true. All right. I reckon that's a good place to wrap up today. And I definitely want to do a, a podcast on questions. <laughs> it sounds like, like you get a lot to offer there as well. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I, I, as I said, I, I really enjoy it. And um, yeah. I've found I have much better conversations with people now because uh, I make it fun. And yeah. that's something that uh, we need in all areas of our life, uh, particularly with, you know, conversation. Yeah. Awesome. Great stuff. Thanks, great, man. Thanks, listeners. Yes. Bye.